Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This video was created during the 2023 WGA and SAG strikes. Without the labor of the writers and actors currently on strike, Ahsoka wouldn't exist. Learn more about the strike at the link in the description. I hate to say it, but I'd have to use my body. <laughs>What's up, everyone, and welcome to the weekly Q&A. This week, we're going to be covering some final predictions before the Ahsoka finale. So our first question comes from Saf the Staff and Jordan Catley, who ask, what Balin is after on Peridia? I had a lot of fun editing the episode seven review because I kept putting in that notebook meme of Ryan Gosling yelling, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you want? Because we don't know. They keep teasing us. Balin is the most compelling yet teasing coy character of this series. We literally have no idea what he wants. <laughs> I, I don't even really have a solid, like, wild prediction. I mean, th there are plenty out there. We've got uh, Abeloth is a popular one. I, I think that Abeloth is probably too obscure. I mean, a big Legends thing, but... If they're going to go with some kind of world-ending, galaxy-ending darkness, I would be surprised if they used Abeloth and they may just make up something else. Yeah. I, I mean, he's after some kind of great power source or something that he thinks will give him a new beginning and end all war Yeah, he wants to conflict. break the cycle, end the conflict, a new beginning— like, there is a chance that it could be World Between Worlds related, uh, just because even though I don't think it works that way, he might think that he could go back in time and try to solve all war or mm -hmm. something. Uh, I also think there's a possibility that whatever he is after, like, it doesn't exist. I, I, I think that would be interesting. You know, we're hearing him say, there's something out there, it's calling to me, but... Ezra's never mentioned anything like that. Uh, maybe he felt it. Maybe he just hasn't mentioned it. The Night Sisters, he's like, perhaps they're fleeing some greater power. It's like, maybe, but maybe, maybe they just want to leave. <laughs> maybe they realize that this is a wasteland, like Shen realized, and wants to GTFO. Right. So I think there's a chance that there could be absolutely nothing. I feel like that would be anticlimactic. I, I hope there's something out there that we get to see something crazy yeah he he keeps saying like oh this place is uh what did he say this place is made of dreams and and, and madness madness so the fact that he's there at all and that this place exists might be proving to him that like oh the stories are real and maybe he heard tale of some great power that exists here and he's trying yeah. to get to that because uh, now he knows that it, this place is real. So maybe he thinks that other thing is real, too. I do think that's the case because he was like a little shocked when Morgan was talking about Peridia. And he's like, that's what we heard about in our, as kids. Uh, and so he goes out there and he's like, well, Peridia exists. And like the next step and the next step. And he's like, everything I've learned is true. But 
Shin warns him that sometimes stories are just stories, so maybe this thing he's after is just a story, or he thinks it's some great power, but really the great power is friendship, and mm. he's gonna <laughs> and he's gonna be real let down. I, I would mean, be too. <laughs> he's losing friends left and right. He's not doing a very good job at this if it is friendship that he is after. I'm I'm kind of hopeful that he gets to whatever he wants and it's an Indiana Jones style thing where like it's this power that never could be controlled and it devours him or brings about his end. I think yeah. we sh- we should bring up the mythological name of uh Shin Hati and Balin Skull. Those are the the wolves in Norse mythology that bring about Ragnarok. So I I get why people are maybe jumping to Abeloth or something like that, that they're going to unleash something terrible. Or it could just be like Thrawn might be quote unquote Ragnarok of like this thing that they help bring back to the main galaxy. Mm -hmm. Something that came into my head that I, this is just a shot in the dark, but I was like, maybe he's looking to just somehow destroy the force or disconnect the ability for anyone else to be able to use it maybe he thinks that is the source of all of this conflict Mm. i don't know that would go against a lot of what george lucas has said about the force but it could also be a a lesson that we learn from balin as uh antagonist of like that's not how the force works yeah it, it could be something where he believes that he could destroy the force when in reality there's no way mm. uh i think that would still work if he were just going down this wrong road but uh yeah i don't know what to think about <laughs> what he wants at all i do think that'll be the big thing that's wrapped up in ahsoka is what balin's after balin is the villain i think Thrawn and Elsbeth and the Night Sisters, they're going to make it back to the main galaxy and will be long running villains mm-hmm. in the stories to come. But I'm I'm hopeful that Balin gets a lot of focus in the last episode and we get a lot about his motivation and whatever it is he wants. Right. And if it is world between worlds related, that would make sense. And I think that's more likely to be how it's related because Ahsoka knows about that. Ezra knows about that. Sabine kind of knows about it. Also, the audience has been somewhat introduced to it in episode five. So, yeah, just that we have so many characters now that have experienced it or know about it makes it a little more likely for me. But again, we don't know how he plans to use it. Yeah, and and my I don't have anything where I'm like, this is really, really what I think it is. I'm like, I'm in the dark. And I, I I don't like it. I'm uncomfortable there. <laughs> I'm scared and frightened. <laughs> Nora Fowler wants to know if the New Republic and the Imperial Remnant could be forced to work together against whatever Balin finds. So I think that ties into the whole Ragnarok idea that Balin might unleash something far worse. And it could be kind of like a, a White Walkers situation in Game of Thrones where all these factions are fighting one another while this worse evil is on the way Hmm. i doubt it only because and maybe they're throwing us off in this the way that they worded this but when they talked about dave filoni's movie um they said it would be like the culmination of the war between the new republic and the imperial remnant um maybe the culmination is that they find (laughs) some level of peace fight whatever this thing is 
and then they say like okay you guys go i just don't like the way that sounds though mm. that they're like okay now you get to go be the first order i guess which yeah. it it is kind of what happens in legends like eventually captain peleon does surrender and the imperial remnant is a faction that gets uh, a part of the galaxy mm. i don't necessarily think that there's going to be some major dark force that balin brings about that they had to work together on because that feels like big history changing stuff that we like it doesn't make sense for that to have happened and then we know everything about what happens in the sequel trilogy it just doesn't really add up in my head <laughs> i mean I, I i can see that argument but there's all kinds of things in star wars where all of a sudden we get i mean thrawn this whole conflict is it feels a little bit like that mm. the fact that there was this other major conflict in between the galactic civil war and the First Order uprising. Um, so maybe whatever Balin finds, maybe it will be something big and galaxy-threatening, but it could be that they're they're building up something for way down in the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, it won't play into the New Republic Imperial War, but maybe it'll just be like, there's something scary out there, and it, it's coming eventually. Yeah. I just, I don't see the New Republic and the Imperial Remnant working together I don't in, either. This, in this story. Yeah. I, I could see Thrawn at least offering them the chance to like surrender and join him, but I don't think that's going to happen. Greg S. asks if we think Ezra jinxed himself and won't make it back home. I reject that notion. Of course, <laughs> there's a, of course there's a chance that this might be a very heartbreaking story at the end of the day. But I'm really, really happy with how well Imanis Fondi is playing Ezra. He has very quickly become one of my favorite parts of the series. So if they bring him in just to immediately lose him again, I will be so sad. Yeah, no, I don't. I definitely think he's going to make it home. It's just a matter of when. I don't know if it's going to happen before season one is over. They might still be stuck there. And realize now that the whales are gone and the ring of Scion or the eye of Scion is gone, they don't have a clear way back home. And maybe it is up to Hera and Jason to like figure out how to get to this planet and bring them back. I don't know. That's just like we're going to be repeating. Everyone's yeah. going to keep going to Peridia and then also getting stuck there. <laughs> and then I, that makes me wonder like, well... If that happens and they're stuck there, what are they going to show us that they're doing there this whole time? But it could be, all right, let's track down Balin, see what he's up to. And there could be a lot going on there. So there is room for them to stay on the planet a little longer. I just, we just don't know what Balin's doing. That's, that's kind of another tick in the box for the world between worlds for me is that I think there will be an, a way for them all to get home that is not the Eye of Scion that's not the Pergil, something else mystical that mm -hmm. they could use to just teleport across space and time, which is what the world between worlds can do. So if that is all connected, I, I, I see that as being like an efficient way to wrap things up. Um, and also, yeah, I just, I don't want our heroes to wind up stuck out there again and mm -hmm. like now we need another mission to go get them or they're just stuck there forever that doesn't sit right with me either 
I want them all to be home <laughs> by the end of the finale. Today's episode is brought to you by Babbel. You can understand sounds no matter what language you speak. Like that, the sound of a right answer on Babbel. Start speaking a new language in just three weeks. This fall, you can start speaking a new language with Babbel. Why Babbel? Because it works. Instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fooling yourself with language apps that are little more than games, Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel is designed by real people for real conversations. All of Babbel's tips and tools for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. With over 10 million subscriptions sold, Babbel is real language learning for real conversations. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash starwars. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash starwars, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash starwars. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bryce Wallace wants to know if we'll see a full Ghost Crew reunion at the end of the season. I knew this question was coming, so I was like kind of holding my tongue, but yes, that's something that I want in this season is to have everyone reunited that like I, i've been loving hera i've been loving ezra getting to meet back up with sabine and ahsoka and i want that for hera i want it for zeb uh, i want something funny to happen between ezra and chopper i want ezra to meet jason i feel like mm-hmm. all of that can and hopefully will happen in the finale i hope we get a, a nice happy ending I'm not counting on it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. At this point, they have to wrap everything up, everything, meaning who knows what, in, in one more episode. Um, I would love to see it, but I'm not getting my hopes up. I, I Well, first of all, we finally got our mention of Zeb, but I'm still kind of holding out hope that we get to see him. Mm-hmm. We, we met him in Mando Season 3, or a lot of people did for the first time. Let's bring him back. They can have a, a big hug, big group hug, maybe in front of the mural. We kind of joked about this on the live stream, but just a, a mirroring of how that season started. And now they're all not together in a painting. They're all really together again. Mm. I think that would be really nice. But if you want to just crush all my hopes and dreams, that's fine. I'm not trying to. I'm just trying to be realistic. <laughs> I don't want to get my hopes up too far for like a big happy ending for the ghost crew and then not see it happen. Yeah. It'll happen eventually, <laughs> I think, but maybe not in this finale. I do think we're going to have a bittersweet ending where, yay, Ezra's back, but also so is Thrawn, and we have to obviously deal with that as well. Yeah. Um, but I would like to end on some level of hope. Yeah, Ezra hasn't even talked about Thrawn at all. That's true. So does he think he's still around? I Like, I... If I were Ezra, I would have so many questions. Uh, he keeps asking, and Sabine is just cagey about it. So <sighs> I, I think that'll happen in the finale as well. Curtis Calloward asks, what our wildest theory is for the finale? I, I don't really have anything super wild. I, I do still, I'll just say that my one last big hope is that we get to see Thrawn in a naval battle. I've been beating this drum for weeks now, but that's still something that I actually think is narratively important. Hmm. I I think they've probably done enough to show him as a different kind of military imperial commander, someone who's a little more thoughtful with his people and his resources. But still, I think it's important to have a scene where 
the New Republic actually gets to witness like, oh, he's back. Oh, and we messed up. Oh, and he's really good at what he does. And he just took out three warships with just his messed up chimera. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my big hope. My So not a wild theory, a big hope. I don't know. Wild theory, big hope, whatever you want. My wildest theory is that they have to... The, Carson goes to recruit the help of Mando and Grogu for the finale. And maybe uh-huh. Luke. Let's let's just th- throw Luke in there too. Mando, Grogu, and Luke show up to help in the finale. That is a wild theory. But one that I don't think is out of the question considering the Book of Boba Fett. I want to be clear and say I don't necessarily want that to happen. In fact, I'm going to go a step further and say I don't want that to happen. But for a wild theory, sure, why not? If Grogu shows up, at all that's great instant tears for molly that's great i'm i don't hate that actually because season three set up that carson and mando are going to be in communication with each other so if there is a big battle and carson is leading the the squadron and maybe zeb is there too Mm mm-hmm if the Adelphi Rangers come in to help out and he also gave a call into his buddy Mando, I could kind of see it. If if we're moving all of this towards Filoni's movie and it's going to be a culmination of all these characters and all these shows, it makes sense to eventually connect them. I, I think I'm with you that I, I don't want it to happen, but I can see a, a way where it could. I I would prefer that Ahsoka just stays insulated and yeah we've had little connections here there we've had carson be like what about the droid attack on the wookies i mean what about the conflict on mandalore (laughs) (laughs) he he did mention that up we got a gideon name drop Mm -hmm. that's enough for me and they could use some help like they could use the help of the mandalorians with all their ships and weapons and stuff i mean we do have the bo katan connection as well that she knows sabine yeah and we saw it happen a lot in rebels you know Tons of people would show up in Rebels that we've seen before to, to come up and like suddenly help. I think that's a wild theory, but one that has some possibilities. Hugo Ease wants to know how Pelion knows Thrawn is returning. Oh, yeah. we This came up in our live stream, and you had a pretty wild theory. Oh, the, the Night Sisters might be whispering to Morgan, but also whispering to Pelion, and Pelion's he's just been- like... Having the weirdest dreams of his life. But he can't tell the Shadow Council that he's like, I know Thrawn's coming back because I keep having dreams. (laughs) I just assume Morgan's been filling him in. That's been my guess as well, is that the Night Sisters, the Great Mothers, are communicating with Morgan, and then Morgan probably knows Peleon and says, I'm working on it. Thrawn is returning imminently. Oops, I got captured. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm free again. Like... I think she is probably trying to keep him in the loop. Mm -hmm. And then when Thrawn comes back, he'll probably immediately call Pelion up and be like, hey, let's hang out. You back? We back. We back? We're back. All right! (laughs) But if that happens, if he makes that call, I think Pelion might be a little jealous that Thrawn's got a new bestie with Enoch or Morgan. Really, there's Thrawn is so fickle. Now that I think about it, you know, he, he had Pelion in Legends, he has Eli Vanto, he had Captain or Commodore Pharaoh in the Thrawn book. Like, he is just collecting all of these people that stand around so he can explain to them how brilliant he is. Mm-hmm. Um, Pelion was the OG from Legends, and he's 
Oh, it's it's tough between him and Eli. I really love Eli too, but I bet they're all competing with one another for who gets to be Thrawn's actual best friend. Well, he just want he just goes wherever there is like the most sway and the most power. He's he's always been like that. What's sad is like he doesn't make as many connections. I don't think Thrawn looks at them the same way that they look up to Thrawn. No. <laughs> they they appreciate him more. They all they all should like make a little support group. Yeah. Of Thrawn's uh, hen- not henchmen, sidekicks. Thrawn's ex best friend. <laughs> Pepsi Gollum asks how Hu Yang survived Order sixty six. Was anyone hunting down Hu Yang to destroy him for Order sixty six? We don't know that for sure. I mean, like, I don't think he was part of the Order sixty six specifically, but. Palpatine did make a concerted effort to destroy all Jedi stuff. And so I'm, I am also surprised that Hu Yang made it out of there. But we now know he has extra arms and is a great boxer. Mm-hmm. So maybe the clone troopers just severely underestimated the 25,000-year-old droid. Oh, yeah. I, I think he fought his way out and was just like, you guys don't seriously think you're gonna take me out i've been around for so long right before keller and beck opened those elevator doors to save grogu he was like talking to hu yang they had just like done a bunch of fighting and hu yang's like i'm gonna go that way i'll mm-hmm. see you soon and he ran off but and doesn't hu yang ha- have his own ship uh not anymore they kind of blew that up in <laughs> the clone wars Boo. the crucible yeah but he probably has a little starfighter he could get into yeah or maybe he took that t6 shuttle it's a jedi shuttle or he just put on a really good disguise, like the glasses with the nose and the mustache, and put a cloak on, and was like, "Just he's, it's just the same just a droid, but guy. with a clone trooper helmet on, and he's <laughs> just walking around like <laughs> good soldiers follow orders." Yes. <laughs> Big Cat One 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 wants to know if Palpatine is expecting Thrawn's return. I'm curious about that. I'm I, gonna go with no. I don't think so. Like, if he does find out i'm sure he would be like oh okay interesting let's see how this plays out yeah i can't decide if he would be happy about it or not like we'll see how the the campaign against the new republic goes but i bet palpatine would be more annoyed if thrawn won and then Mm. obviously he doesn't but if thrawn were to regain control of the galaxy obviously palpatine would want to come back and usurp that but he's like, oh, yeah. now I'm probably going to have a harder time beating Thrawn than I would be beating the New Republic. That would be serving Palpatine a slice of humble pie uh-huh. right there. Yeah. Like he'd have to, yeah, there's no way he's he's glad about this because he would have to then go crawling to Thrawn and be like, <laughs> hey, I kind of got killed, but I'm not actually dead. But now can you like come pick me up? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would do that. If Thrawn won, I think Palpatine would just, when all of his Star Destroyers were ready, mm-hmm. I think it would be the same plan. Yeah. Um, He would not take that humble pie well. He wouldn't go crawling to Thrawn. He'd just be like, I'm back. And then they'd fight, but... He might send Snoke after him. <laughs> I wonder how that would have gone. Oh my gosh, look who's here. Leslie. The nightmare's over, Jerry. We're going back to work. You're not going to need this anymore. We, they got to connect this to the sequel trilogy at some point, And when that day comes, it's going to be wild. I mean, they're starting to with Brindle Hux and stuff. Yeah. So I, I think we're going to get more 
kind of uh, little bridges to the sequel trilogy. Uh, I don't think Snoke is on the horizon yet, but yeah, I, I, I could see Palpatine hearing Thrawn was back and being kind of pouty about it, mm-hmm. but like he's stuck in his decrepit body on Exegol. So he's just like, I guess I'll sit here yeah, and wait. He's just going to sit and stew <laughs> the galaxy. If you found yourself in Jabba's palace, how would you entertain the great Jabba the Hutt? Oh, no. Uh, I guess I would. <laughs> oh, I'm going to die for sure. He's putting me in the Rancor pit. I Because like all my skills are not that impressive. I guess I could have him ask me. It's not Star Wars trivia in that galaxy, just like little, little history trivia. And I could impress him with how much I know. But then he'd just be like, nerd, and slam the button and I'd, I'd die. <laughs> Either that or I'd play Guitar Hero, but he's got Max <laughs> Rebo right there. Like, what? <laughs> um, this uh, is like a talent show where the stakes couldn't be higher. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I'd have to use my body. <laughs> put me in the gold bikini i guess (laughs) i don't have much else to offer (laughs) (laughs) done that's all the (laughs) time that's all the time we have for questions (laughs) now i got the giggles that's all the time we have for questions today if you want to leave a question for next week's video just put it in the comments below or sign up for patreon to join our weekly q a discussion if you haven't already please like this video subscribe to the channel follow us on x threads instagram blue sky and tiktok etc and as always thanks for watching and may the force be with you Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.